Welcome to the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. We've been expecting you. I'm your host, Uncle Agent 0013 Dead Air Dave, and in each episode, we crack open the dossier on the latest release by an artist. And today on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files, we dig in deep to the file on iration. And joining us today is Micah. Good to see you again, man. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't know if you remember, but the last time I hung out with you and the guys, it was in Fresno, California. Beautiful Fresno. And you guys did this incredible listener, winner-only uh, sound house performance in the radio station's art gallery lobby. That's right, yeah. It was so awesome. Uh, I mean, the intimate vibe going on, those listeners were all so just so into it. And I have to tell you that I always appreciate when a band, and you guys most certainly, when a band gives their fans not just a performance, but really a tactile experience. And, you know, they were so close to you that while you were performing, you know, they could have reached out and smacked you. I don't know. I think one of them might have tried. Yeah. But, um, but then after you were done performing, you guys hung out with everybody. You autographed everything they brought in. You took photos with everybody and you didn't cut anybody off. It wasn't like you guys dashed off and had to run. And every one of those people left with, uh, with a, an experience uh, that they will carry with them for years. And I just appreciate that. You guys are awesome that way. Well, thank you. I, I, I think in, you know, the, the, the way that this band is built was by performing and building a community of people and grassroots, you know, we started in a van for, for many years, just playing small rooms and playing in front of as many people as we can. And, you know, that's what this band is really built on is on our fans and our, you know, the, the people that support our music and come out to the shows, the live shows. And uh, yeah, so we, you know, that's a big part of, of what we do and who we are as a band is, is making sure that, you know, those people know that they're valued and they're, and that we uh, appreciate them. Yeah, man. So awesome. And obviously you're playing, you know, big places, festivals and whatnot. And then you come back to something tight and intimate like that. Is the energy what you, that you get back from the crowd, how is that different from one sort of performance to another? Big, big house to a tiny, intimate sort of setting. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's definitely an energy uh, difference. I mean, there's just more people at a big, at a bigger outdoor venue. But I think in general, it's, you can have a, you can have, you can feel more energy in a, in a 400 capacity place or a, you know, a small theater if it just depends on what, what the crowd is that night, you know, I think that's really what it's all about. And, and uh, whether or not we're playing at our best and we're connecting with the crowd is, is also a part of that. But I think, you know, it, it, it really depends on, on the energy of the the show, the music, obviously the, what, what the band's feeling, what the crowd's feeling that night. And uh, in, the, in that way, that's kind of part of the mysticism of music, I think, and of live music in general, and really why there is no substitute for live music. Right. So true. And when you guys are not on stage playing, you've been out in the waves lately or no? Uh, I have not been recently. We were on the road. We were in Florida. Um, so we were getting on the ocean a little bit. Um, I know the other guys, a bunch of the guys have went down to Mexico. They go down to Mexico and uh, I mean, not to drag us right into the song, but it's, that's, it's inspired by actual <laughs> trips that those guys take multiple times a year uh, down to Oaxaca and certain regions of Mexico to, to go surf. 
Um, I'm not as big a surfer as they are. So uh, not traveling out of the country to go to go find waves. But when I'm at home in Hawaii, uh, a lot of times we were jumping in the surf for sure. Yeah. How can you resist when you're in Hawaii, man? I mean, come on. But yeah, uh, certainly not jumping too far ahead uh, with the song Day Tripping. Uh, of course, that is about tripping down to Mexico to jump in those waves. Since this is the uh, the new music files, we like to talk about your latest release. And Day Trippin' is the uh, first track to your new release. Tell us more about it besides the fact that the guys, you know, make that trip regularly <laughs> to go surf. Yeah, well, it was a song that uh, when we got together, to, we had a writing session. We were kind of like thinking about, well, you know, what are we trying to accomplish here? I think the, the, the we said we wanted to write something that had energy, that had an up-tempo beat to it. And I think a big part of that was the inspiration was Adam had just come back. Our bass player had just come back from a, a trip down to Mexico. And I was like, we we're all kind of like, that would make sense to write about that kind of your trips, but in a way that it's more about the, the, what draws you down, down there and what's the magic of Mexico and what it's, it's basically a love song for, you know, that place. And we've done love songs for places that we grew up in Hawaii and we've done, you know, love songs for people and other and other kind of, uh, you know, things that are not necessarily the typical love song. But I think writing a love song for a, a place like Mexico um, has been done before, but we try, wanted to do our own kind of swing on it. And there's kind of always been this magical, and not to use the word again, but it, like mysticism and mysteriousness of Mexico to us. I think being from Hawaii and, you know, being that it's a foreign country and um, there's a journey that has to be made to get down there and you have to earn it when you want to go find waves and, and find truly places that are truly isolated where you're not surrounded by big city or big resorts or anything like that. We, we go down there to really find peace and find um, kind of that really rootsy vibe that we, we, we really enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for listeners, um, whether they surf or not, whether they're avid travelers or not, as you've mentioned a couple of times, the mysticism and the spirituality, everybody has something that drives their passion, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, whether you're directly into surfing or whatever, I mean, you will find the connection in that song and that music that motivates you and connects you to what your passions are, don't you think? Totally. And I, and I don't even think it's necessarily about, you know, has to be about Mexico. I think that's just... Right. That just happens to be the subject of the song. I think it is more about traveling and finding that that thing and that that adventure. And um, you know, it tells a story about you know a man that got lost that got lost uh, down there and never came back. And it's that kind of feeling of you you find the place that becomes your your you know you what you you're searching for constantly. And a lot of, it happens to a lot of people that go to Hawaii as well, where we from, where they maybe they come from the middle of the country and they end up in Hawaii and they go, wow, this feels like home to me. Like I'm, I'm going to stay here because it feels like a, a place that I really connect with. And so I think that's a big part of the song as well. Yeah. Right. They, they can connect. People can find a way that it speaks to them about connecting to other special places to them and maybe even not physical places, but getting yeah. in the right headspace, finding the right person in their life. Uh, you know, I, I think there's just, that's the beauty of music, right? That, you can write it about something specific to you, but there's a magic there that connects people on multiple levels and their own personal levels. I think that's, I mean, that's what we're in, we try to do with music all around the board. And 
it's just defining a connection and whatever that connection is emotionally, spiritually, energetically, or just, you know, just trying to make somebody feel, you know, smile or, you know, whatever the case may be, or, or think about uh, positive memories or things that make them feel good. I think that's what we're always trying to do is find that connection. And, you know, whether it's a sad song or happy song or, you know, whatever it's, that's what all, I think all art is about really is just about trying to find a connection and trying to find something that really touches people in, you know, no matter where they're from, no matter what, you know, creed, color, race, whatever it is, they, they come from, it's, it's trying to find something that is, you know, brings people together. Right on. Tell us about a few of the other songs on the album and how they specifically touch on certain subjects, if you don't mind. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the title track uh, is another song that we have out. It's called IRL. It's um, started as kind of more of a, it's a song about really appreciating the real, the realness of being out in nature, being out in, in the world. You know, I think it's something that affects everybody in their lives is like, you know, let's just get, let's go experience life together. And those are the things that we'll really embrace and, and think about when we're older and, and the memories that will really stick with us is those kind of uh, those memories and those moments that, that happened when you share it with somebody. So yeah, that there's, there's IRL, there's a song called California dreams. Um, another song that we worked with co-wrote with Susie Shin who produced day Trippin', Awesome, awesome producer and co-writer. And we're still working with her right now, kind of in the vein of um, into the great wide open by Tom Petty is like a very big inspiration of that, that kind of going out to California to find your way. All right. And it kind of tells the story of true moments from our band uh, that are referenced in the song. Yeah. I think, you know, there's, there's a song called the come down that fe- features uh, Claire Wright, another kind of up and coming female artist. It's more of an acoustic driven song. And I think what we really try to do in our music in general is we try to always bridge that gap of, there's kind of a genreless sound. I think, you know, obviously we're probably best known for having a reggae influence and that's certainly there in the album and is present in a lot of the songs, but there's also acoustic driven songs. There's songs that have a little bit more of a rock driven uh, vibe or they're kind of a blend of reggae and rock. So yeah, we just try to keep things fresh, keep things going. And we're kind of, it's a bit of a return to our, kind of roots of what we really started at where we really started as a band with the intention of having reggae and rock kind of be an equal influence. And you're actually circling back around to your roots where you had a broader focus of, of different sounds in your music. Yeah. I think the last three albums before this album were us kind of really branching out. We, you know, we had, we've had some members leave the band uh, after the first two, the first album cycle with Time Bomb. And then we had Kyle, Kyra Disky left the band and we picked up Micah Brown. And so from that point on, we had, we had to re- kind of reevaluate our sound. We added a guitar player that had a very distinct sound and very distinct style. Um, and that really, we wanted to utilize him to the best of the ability that made the, the, the whole band kind of go up a level. And so we did hotting up with, you know, we did hotting up. That was us kind of like sussing each other out, getting used to each other. And then did the self-titled and then coasting was really something that was really about, we were in a, this vein of kind of funk and soul music and it really seeped its way in kind of a seventies thing that really seeped its way into the music. And so um, we, we kind of went out and did a lot of this experimentation with sounds and different different things different production styles big production 
And now we've kind of gone back to like, hey, what makes Iration, what makes us who we are? And that's the live synergy of the band playing together. And so we really wanted to try to capture that with this album. It's try to track it, track everything as live as possible. The instruments are played live. They're played organically through, you know, whatever we're using, we're trying to use as much organic sound as possible and uh, and try to capture that that kind of energy and that synergy that we have as musicians together. Stripping it down to the real sound. Yes. I like it. Well, let's get a little taste of that right now. We're going to play Day Trippin' for you from Iration on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. of Day Trippin', the latest from Iration on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. As we normally do, we bring in someone from the radio side of the game, and today joining us is Ross Mahoney, RVP of Programming at Odyssey. Welcome, Ross. I have to tell you, you are now officially the first return guest. Well, thanks for having me again, Dave. It's good to be back on on the show. Very prestigious. I just want (laughs) you to know it's a very prestigious position. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's good to be here with Micah, too. The band obviously has quite a history. Where did you jump into the history with Iration? I think for me, so I was in Florida back in West Palm Beach in, I I don't remember the year, maybe 2010, 2011. The guys came through and they played an acoustic set for us. And I hadn't really heard of them too much. I think I had heard maybe Time Bomb or Turnaround might have been, um, you know, I think Kai was still in the band then did a a quick session, blew me away. I was, you know, blown away by these guys. And then that station folded. I moved on to Wilmington, North Carolina, and I was at a radio station there and they were getting ready to release automatic. Heard a song called back around that I thought was incredible. I put it on my radio station. It reacted immediately. The guys came through. They, we had a little closet studio. They came in Adam and Micah, you know, Probably not enough room for them to even play their guitars in the studio, but they played the <laughs> guitars and they did a live version of it. I have a, a version of it on my phone that I still have from uh, probably 2013, where I was able to, you know, film a little bit of that. And I know that they they played some smaller venues in in Wilmington. There was a place called the Soapbox, and there was a place called Ziggy's. Um, and they went from these, you know, clubs to 
every time they came through, it was like, okay, they're going to play the outdoor amphitheater, which isn't a massive amphitheater, but it was a good one. And then they started playing two nights at the amphitheater. <laughs> and now they have a great big amphitheater in Wilmington that they, they play shows there. And, and I know that, you know, from getting to talk to Micah and the guys, when they came through, they, they'd always stay an extra day in Wilmington, play a little golf, maybe hit up uh, their favorite little, um, you know, raw bar place in, in the downtown area, the Shuck and Shack. Who can resist the shuck and shack? Shuck and shack is good food. Um, but no, it just, it became a really good relationship where they came through and they were always willing to be friends to, to radio. You know, that's the thing is right. a lot of artists don't, don't fully grasp what radio can do. And, and they don't, they don't need the radio airplay. They have their, their following, but they've always been great to work with and uh, always been willing whenever I've, I've asked if they can do something. They always do it. We were doing a little series called the Bands on the Rise series, you know, to put some some revenue on the books. We were able to bring bands through to do, you know, a little acoustic session at a neighborhood thing in Wilmington. You know, we, we had like a couple hundred people that would always show up to these things. And, and then Iration did it and they had to bring out cops to direct traffic because <laughs> like almost 2000 people showed up to this thing. And, you know, it was just going to be one of those things where it's free and open to the public. And we thought, you know, they'd come in and do three songs and take some photos with a handful of listeners. And so many people showed up. But I think, Mike, I don't know if you remember this, but you were like. I feel like we can't just do three songs. I think you did like eight songs or something like that and then took photos with everyone and just always been a treat to work with. And anytime I've needed anything or needed a band to come through, if, if they're in town, they're always willing to do it. So it's been a great relationship and, and, you know, look, they make great music too. So that, that doesn't hurt. No, never. So look at that's the kind of trouble you guys cause when you roll into town. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ross has been a supporter of ours since, you know, like you said, from the beginning. And so we've always, always appreciated that. And uh, we always have a good time together. And even regardless of the radio, the radio <laughs> spots, we hang out outside and we're, you know, we find ourselves in some, some, some good spots and some good uh, booths talking, talking football or just chopping it up about whatever. But yeah, no, I, we appreciate that. And I, I know a big part of why we are so successful in Wilmington and North Carolina in general now is because of that, uh, you know, the initial push of a background. And I remember uh, when it, we kind of put it out, we, you know, we've been an independent band since the beginning and we haven't had the the benefit of having major labels behind us. And, and, uh, but we've been, you know, we still have tried to push through radio and through the independent, you know, side of things. And uh, I remember when he did start playing back around, I think it was right when Shazam had first come out and we were getting these notifications that it was like one of the two or three most Shazam songs in the the whole area. And so from that point on, I think, you know, ever since then, we've just had a really great following in North Carolina and Wilmington specifically. And, and uh, yeah, we appreciate that, obviously. And so just keep, keep try to keep it going, you know, and uh, <laughs> that's right. Keep it going. Keep day tripping, so to speak. Oh, I had yeah. to use I couldn't resist. <laughs> and I have to say, uh, Ross, you've done a great job not talking football during this because I know you, if you get a chance, you yeah. guys start talking football. Mike and I always talk football. We go back and forth sometimes on Twitter. Um, he's a big Niners fan. I'm a Patriots fan. Um, but yeah, it's we, we don't let that stand between our our friendship here. But what's great is, you know, look, it, it's a relationship that carried on from North Carolina when I moved to Vegas, you know, there was, they always do shows here in Vegas that we have a reggae rise up thing coming up here in August. Um, and you know, it's just, it's been a great relationship. They played, you know, our, our holiday havoc shows they played, you know, uh, we, we did, we did a show, we built it around them one time 
and the Mandalay Bay. We was with our old morning show, David Mahoney. It was their uh, called the the David Mahoney end of summer luau with iteration, put some other bands on it. So it, it's, it's a relationship that's continued. And, you know, now that I'm overseeing other properties outside of Las Vegas, it's, it's just, you know, any opportunity to play these guys, um, it makes sense. And especially cause I oversee, you know, radio stations in San Diego and, and in Florida, it, it I mean, how do you not in the middle of summer want to play something that feels good? They, these guys always bring the vibes, um, and day tripping is just one of those songs that you hear it. And we were talking about it in the meeting today. It is, you know, I think you, you listen to it standalone in your office or in a music meeting. It sounds great. It sounds better in the mix on the radio. Right. Right. Yeah. It makes your stations feel like summer. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's perfect about it. Yeah. And that's, and that's a testament to the production of Susie Shin and also the, the mixing and mastery. And we, you know, we, we said, we asked Susie and we said like, Hey, we really feel strongly about this song. Like who, who should we go get to mix? And she said, Rob Kanelsky, who, you know, Billie Eilish amongst many others has been mixing some of the biggest songs in, in, in the, in the world. And so, you know, he, we we're lucky enough to find a pocket where he was able to mix two of our songs and, and the California dreams and as well as day trip and, and, then we had it mastered at the lodge with Emily Lazar. So it was just an awesome group team that we got to put together to do this, to do the song. And, and I think it's a testament to the way that it sounds on radio, especially it really does sound really good on radio. And I, and I'm trying to be as unbiased as I can. <laughs> no, don't be just tell everybody how great it sounds on the radio, man. You guys are hitting the road again to wrap up summer through August, right? Yes. Yeah. And then you're taking a little break in September and then you're coming back again for October and November. It's for football season, isn't it? You're, you're taking a break for, for kickoff weekend. It's good to be on the bus. It's good to be on the bus for football season. I will say, you know, we got the screens going, everyone's playing fantasy. So it's like the front lounge on Sundays is just a, everyone just kind of, you know, they have that meme where it's like football season's coming and it's just a, like a, like a chip, one chair in, a, in an empty room with a television and red zones on it. That's basically us on our bus. So yeah, we, uh, you know, we try to get out there and maybe we can catch a game, you know, in, in a city if we're, we happen to time it up right. But yeah, 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 we love it. You know, we love sports in general. And so we're kind of all over the place. If the Niners make it to the Super Bowl, I, I could see some iration dates popping up in Las Vegas around February. <laughs> For sure. You guys are football fans. I personally am just a fan of beer at football games. Speaking of which, I did I did just read right before the, the podcast here that Brock Purdy's ready to go. Yep, full full clear. So we're, yeah. we're and I saw that the the Patriots signed Jalen Hurd, who was a a 49ers Shanahan yeah. pick a few years back, and then he got injured, and we had to cut him loose, and he hasn't been in the league, but he's interesting. Yeah, he's add add some depth there. They they think it's just going to be a camp body for now, but um, yeah, it could be that could be something interesting though. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. You how do you feel about um? You want Purdy or Lance? I mean, I'm fine with I'm fine with Purdy. I think that what he showed last year it was like for me. I just had a lot of a lot of uh, PTSD from Jimmy G. Yeah. So like watching Jimmy G just miss the guys and like miss the open guy all the time and then throw the devastating pick. It was like, oh my gosh, we have a guy that hits hits the right guy every time or you know is is right there and just runs the offense and doesn't totally kill the team. You know you know what I like about him is he doesn't he doesn't make the mistakes. That's you guys awesome. you guys could just be barking yeah, like we, dogs we, we right now because I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> it's football. It's football. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Yeah, thanks again, you. man. Yeah, Dave. Thanks for having us. Mike, good to see you, man. I'll see you soon. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you. All right. Iration. Check it out. Find out when they're going to be rolling through your town. And in the meantime, pick up Day Trippin' and the album. I'm your host, Dead Air Dave, and I'll catch you next time with more inside info about new music being made on the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang New Music Files. Our theme song is written and performed by Los Angeles band Love Ghost. Mike, I almost, I almost brought up the ponytail. Oh, I almost, I almost <laughs> I said, the ponytail? Yeah, the ponytail. <laughs> the ponytail days are gone. The point yeah. like, I, I kind of had a deal. It was like, I, I, when I had my my daughter, I was like, you know, I, that was a moment where I had to say, it was like a ceremonial, say goodbye to the, the, the days of, of being a, you know, being that guy.